So today we're here with Senior Lauder DeSantis talking about his passion for music, how it's grown over quarantine, and how he favors vinyls over any other form of music. Hi, Lauder. Hi, uh, what's going on? <laughs> so will you tell me about when you started buying vinyls or when you got your first record player? Uh, I got my first record player freshman year. Um, I had some buddies that had gotten into it, and I'd gone record shopping with them and listened at their houses, and there's just something about, you know, buying a, getting to hold the music in your hands, getting to look at the cover and, and you know, look at the back, and um, usually there's, like, lyrics on the sleeve, and just put, putting a, putting a LP on the turntable, it's just pretty, it's pretty satisfying. It's, yeah. um, it's a good feeling. It's my favorite way to listen to music. Gotcha. How big would you say your vinyl collection is? It's really not that big. I think I only have like 60 records. Mm -hmm. And compared to a lot of people, that's relatively small. Um, but when I go record shopping, I don't usually get like 10 records. I usually mm -hmm. walk out with two or three. Um, most of the time, I, I like to go to like the bargain bins or, you know, find those records that maybe they're kind of beat up, but the records are still in good condition. Mm -hmm. I, I found... Because a lot of people just buy the new records. They're like $20. I found um, the Who's Next by The Who, which is a, mm -hmm. a pretty, I guess, desirable album. A lot of people want that. I found it for a dollar mm -hmm. because there was a, a tear in the cover, but the record was in perfect condition. So I usually look for that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. How often would you say that you go record shopping before COVID? Before COVID, I probably went, I don't know, probably once every two or three months. Mm -hmm. And how often do you go record shopping now? About the same. Mm -hmm. There was a while where I didn't because everything was in lockdown, but mm -hmm. um, most record shops in the KC area are open again. Gotcha. Did you use um, your music as a way to sort of <laughs> pass time during lockdown? Yeah, for sure. I think if you looked at my music that I listened to before, lockdown and now it's completely different it's still i stick to old music mm -hmm. but i think i've just gotten um a lot more familiar with with genres gotten a lot farther into especially like the, the decade of the 80s i got into a lot uh with new wave and new jack swing and and um i think i just found a new pre appreciation uh for music because mm -hmm. what i would do is i would um this isn't with the vinyls specifically but I think during quarantine, I went on a lot of runs. It was a way to get out of the house, especially in the beginning where everyone was still really cautious, mm -hmm. you know, about doing anything. And I would just turn on a new album on Spotify and just listen through that or when I was mowing or, or just stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, do you have a spe specific favorite genre? Um, that's really tough because it, it changes a lot because I just went through a, a big disco phase a couple months ago. Uh, now I'm into, I'm I'm listening to a lot of like cheesy '80s music right mm -hmm. now, um, and some like of that '80s more experimental rock music, um, some of that new wave stuff. But I'd say my favorite, you can't really go wrong with a, a classic pop album. Mm -hmm. uh, my favorite of all time is Thriller by Michael Jackson. I think mm -hmm. it, that that's just my favorite album. Um, it's it, those albums that like fill up your ear. They're super. Uh, melodic and they, they just want make you want to dance mm -hmm. I like that stuff and I know you're a big Michael Jackson fan will you tell me a little bit about that how you got into his music yeah um, 
I think I don't always listen to it. I think everyone grew up listening to him because he was like the biggest artist of all time. Um, when at his peak, he probably still is, honestly. Mm-hmm. But um, I just, you know, especially over early quarantine, I just started going through his discography, and I just got hooked. I listen to it all the time. I, I have his first um, LP, Off the Wall. He's like first real solo one. Mm-hmm. I have that on vinyl. Um, I listen to that all the time because it's just his music is kind of just something I can escape to. Mm-hmm. Um, and plus his his he's such a perfectionist in his music. Um, and every song deserves to be there, especially in his first four albums. And they flow so perfectly. Um, there's no skips. It's, it's mm-hmm. nice to listen through. Gotcha. Does it, so you prefer old music over the newer generational music, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, does it feel more like, I'm not sure this makes sense, but does it feel more authentic listening to that music on vinyl versus off like Spotify in your car? Yeah, I think so. Um, just watching, it sounds kind of cheesy, but just watching it spin uh-huh. um, and turn up the volume, turn up the bass or whatnot, um, it, it is a bit more authentic. Uh-huh. Why do you prefer old music and vinyl over newer creations? I think that in the era of vinyl, and you could even make the case for tapes, um, artists were kind of constrained by the limitations of what you could do with a, a, a disc. It's like 20 or so minutes on each side. Mm-hmm. Most albums um, at the time were like 45 minutes. And there were some artists who had like two, like double albums, which would have mm-hmm. two discs, like um, Songs of the Key Life, Stevie Wonder is a big one. But for the most part, because of those limitations, a lot of artists, um, all the songs they would record, they would only pick the best ones. Mm-hmm. And they would they would really put a lot of care into making it the best experience you can get because you didn't have that much space. Mm-hmm. And so, and I'll bring up Michael Jackson again, but in some, in his, his, especially his first three albums, he recorded hundreds of songs for each album, but he only picked the very best. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, put a lot of care into the sequencing. Um, that's something I always like to focus on, especially with, with a lot of um, vinyls I have that, are just really easy to listen to because of the sequencing. Like, mm-hmm. if that makes sense, you, you yeah. know what I mean by sequencing? Yeah. Um, How this, like, end of each song flips yeah. and start of the next one. Right. So, like, it might start in the high note and there's some, you know, some bombastic, crazy song in the beginning, but then it kind of slows down and there's the mm-hmm. slow song and it builds back up. Just kind of like that. Um, and I think nowadays, in the era of streaming, it's less about the art and it's all... This obviously isn't the case for all artists. There are a ton of great mm-hmm. artists that are still out today, but a lot in the mainstream, these artists will put out these albums and they're just looking for streams. Mm-hmm. So they'll they'll put out albums with like 16 tracks, 20 mm-hmm. tracks, and they're pretty much throwing everything at the wall and hoping something sticks. Mm-hmm. And so by doing that, you kind of lose some of the art and some of the, the purity, I think, of the old of old music. Gotcha. Well, thank you for talking to me today. Yeah, of course. (laughs)